Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about my professional vision and why I've decided to pursue a degree in education. Alright guys, well let's get started and hop into it because it's been a crazy ride. To begin this story, I have to tell you guys about who I am. So, my name is Cynthia Dominguez. I'm currently 18 years old, and I'm studying at Arizona State University to become a secondary history educator. Oh my god, why do you want to be a teacher? They don't make a lot of money. It's fine, guys. I know what you're thinking, because teachers are underpaid. But it's fine because when you choose to go into education, it's a passion. It's not about the pay. So I'm going to tell you guys about my passion to be an educator and why I've chosen to go into this career. So where do I begin? Well, I was born in Phoenix, Arizona. I was the third child and the first girl born. I have nine other siblings. I have five brothers and four sisters. I know it's a lot. Tell me about it. But at the end of the day, I love having a big family because we're all so different and we all have different values that we share with each other. Although it may seem as if I have a perfect family, it's not like that in reality. And it has never been like that. My mom, she has a methamphetamine addiction and she struggled with this addiction for years and she still continues to struggle and it still strains our relationship. But around the age of four, in 2007, me and my siblings ended up in the system because of her addiction. She was unstable and she could no longer take care of us. And the five of us who were born got separated between family members. I don't really remember all of this going on because I was so little, but it happened and I was left to go live with my grandma. And my dad... He was never in the picture. I've never met him. I don't know his name. I know nothing about him. So me, my brother, who is now 22, and my younger sister, who is currently 16, we all got adopted by my grandma back in 2007, and my other siblings ended up going to live with my tia. Like I said, I have no memory of any of this going down. When I was a kid, you know, I didn't understand. I didn't even cry for my mom. I just forgot about her, honestly. And although I wasn't living with her, my grandma still allowed us to have a relationship and I was allowed to visit her sometimes when I got a little bit older. And since my grandma raised me, I was raised in a very traditional household. My grandma, she was born in 1958 and she dropped out of school in sixth grade and she had kids really young. So she had really strict expectations and her beliefs weren't really my cup of tea. I would say that she is kind of sexist, but it's okay, you know, that's just what she was taught, and I understand that. So, growing up was extremely tough, and there was a lot of traumatic things that I faced when I was little, but I kind of just pushed those emotions aside, and I kind of acted like shit never happened to me, and I was just a really curious and confused kid. As a kid, I remember me and my sister Cassandra playing outside all day long. We were extremely creative and we just let our imaginations loose. 
We would play teacher all the time, but I always wanted to be the teacher, so my sister would just get annoyed and end up leaving. We would create arts and crafts, but mainly we would play with the neighborhood kids, with our older brother, and with our dogs. I would say, overall, life is good. Stuff didn't start to change up until middle school. I just began to understand the world a whole lot better, especially at school. I started to realize that my friends had moms and dads. Even though I had a grandma, my home environment was toxic and it was just negative at times. It was nice for me and my siblings when my grandma would leave. But anyways, my friends had stable families who loved each other. And this kind of hurt me just knowing that my life wasn't normal. Because when I would spend the night at their houses, you know, the environment was just so different. And I just changed. Like, I had a hard time fitting in anywhere. I hung out with anyone. I didn't have a specific group. I just tried to blend in with my peers. I was extremely insecure about myself, and I had so much anxiety because I just always felt like the odd one out. I just felt like I was always annoying, and I was just there bugging, just trying to fit in. I feel like I lost myself. I just didn't care anymore. I didn't believe in myself because no one else did. Despite not fitting in with my peers, there was always happiness in my day when I went to school. I loved learning and I loved doing new things at school. My teachers didn't really notice me because I was always in the background, but at school I've always done well academically. And I've always done extremely well when it came to history. Not currently, college is killing me. Anyways, in history class, I've always killed it. I've always stood out because it's something that I've always just been very engaged in and something about learning about our past mistakes and how we got to the point we are now is super intriguing to me. I've also enjoyed learning about the beautiful art and inventions that were created in the past. History is always broader to me than others because in some way it connects me to the world and to society. Through my love for history, I have had great bonds with my history teachers. I feel as if history is always a lesson which should guide or inspire you. My teachers have taught me lessons that no one else would have. They have also taught me to continue, to not give up on myself, that the world changes, that I can make a difference in the world and in my own life. They've inspired me and pushed me to do my best when I had no other support and therefore, I want to become a teacher because I want to be the support system and the leader that my teachers were for me. So, fast forward to now. My family is still very dysfunctional and there has been some highs and some lows. I graduated high school this year, 2020, and I just began college. I have an opportunity that no one in my family has had. And there's a lot of pressure on me to succeed, but I know that I can achieve this goal. The person I've grown to be today reflects those qualities that a teacher must have. You need to be a role model, you need to be engaging, and you need to be a great communicator. I believe that I have these qualities because I want to be a support system. And I know the person I've grown into is independent, creative, compassionate, and patient. Those are just attributes that I believe that all great teachers must have. Significantly, I want to do it for those students that feel lost and feel like they don't have that support from their families because I once was that student. And what better way to do that than teach history, a subject that has taught me countless lessons. 
the past mistakes of my family members and myself do not define who I am today. And growth from mistakes is something that I value and something that I want to share with others because it's something that has impacted my life. And those are the reasons why I want to become an educator. So thank you for listening to this podcast about my professional vision. If you're here, thank you for still staying. And thanks for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. On next week's episode, we will talk about history facts that no one really knows about. So stay tuned. I just want to give a huge shout out to frozencare.com our sponsors for today's episode they have the best hydros that will keep your water cold all day so you can stay hydrated so thanks for listening once again guys 